Yo, it's the most dope show. It's about that time to get live. Take a break from your eight to five. The mother guys don't have the ability to rip it. We kick it. Three guys on representing with the most killer spirit. And we coming with the jokes. So you better grab a good pen and pad for your notes. And forget the mother folks, cause we got the best quotes. Randolph does more than just jokers. He woke and he got the files. Tell Andy Klein to turn up the dial. I don't know where that boy Tim is now. Raising the daughter, he hella proud. Andy is straight up and Randolph ain't hit for racist. When Tim Miller hit, that got funny as shit. The sock puppets always be there to assist. Too many to name, but they all of this shit. I guess I could try. Love me some Frankie French. Milner and Mike B. Be lit. I cannot forget about Petey and Chris. JL Covan with them Trump impressions. Riding Cameron coming from the black guy who tips. That's a whole damn nation, so they always near. Pop, pop, bang, bang. Getting green, romaine. Three guys on sock puppet nation. Gang, gang. Yeah. <laughs> what up, Dominic? Puerto Rico, Suave. I know you thought I forgot about you, but I ain't gonna get about you, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Puerto Rico, uh, Puerto Rico, Suave. Hey, what's happening, y'all? It's Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. I'm Karen Morrow. And I'm Rod Morrow. Hey, we have three guys on, plus one lovely lady, the lovely camera. We're joined by the good people from the Black Outers podcast today. Thursday, fucking freeloaders. Y'all don't know. Y'all missed a fire. Fucking Monday's podcast. We had we gave two hours of heat. You're not getting two hours this time. I'll tell you that up front. But you're going to get something. <laughs> <laughs> you're going gonna, gonna to get something. <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed your Thanksgiving freeloaders. Uh, again, if you're a freeloader, you missed our uh, our Thanksgiving our Thanksgiving day. I don't do we call it special? It was a special episode. Was yeah. Special, was starting special. a new tradition, perhaps. Yeah. I mean, you know, may do it for Christmas. Who knows? I mean, just, you know, mainly because of the because of the pandemic that we should all be staying in the house on. We were like, uh-huh. let's get people together. Right. You know. Uh I reached out to my family. How'd y'all do it? Um, we went, uh, my mom cooked. And then she dropped, she like wrapped the food up and left it on the porch. And so we went and picked it up. You know, my niece was there. My, 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 uh, niece's mother was there. So y'all ain't even doing going to house with masks on. Nah, Mm -hmm. nah. Mm -hmm. I I, like, they kind of wanted me to, but I was like, you know what? I just, uh, Karen stayed in the car, so she Mm -hmm. wasn't there. But, uh, I was like, they were like, you can come in. I was like, nah, I'm not even going to do it. Let's just stay safe. Like did they go masks on in the house. They, yeah. They had their mask on and they were social yeah. distance. Yeah, like my brother did. Okay. My brother did it like that at my parents' house. They all had masks on in the house. Yeah. Like, I, you know, everyone's operating within their risk, uh, assessment and mm-hmm. my, you know, for me currently, I just personally feel like, uh, I would rather not even risk my parents at all. Yeah. So I, I was like, I'm going to Go ahead, Karen. I don't trust me, and I'm not going to lie. Like, I, I am a human being, and when you get around people you know, you get in old habits. So I was like, you know what? To protect everybody, and so I won't be like, hey, how you doing? And you're talking, next thing you know, you're lowering your mouth. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to sit my ass in the car because I don't want – maybe because I don't trust me, and I know I fuck up. So <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I'll let Roger go up there and let him meet and – because I know he's going to be like, nah, I got to go. You know, and I could see me being me and it becoming a problem. <laughs> so I was yeah. like, I'm good. I, can see, I, can yeah. see I mean, at the time, the couple times I've done comedy shows, it's, it's very easy to fall into the old pattern. Right. And it's just like, oh, this is OK. Stand in a circle, talk, uh, start moving closer together. You don't even realize it right away. And then you get a little lax about everything else. So and then you catch it and it's like, oh, we've been doing this for a half hour. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, I took my mother some food on Friday. 
because on Thursday, by the time I got her on the phone on Thursday, she'd already eaten. She was like, just bring it tomorrow. So I, I guess I visited with her for like an hour, but masked up the whole time, right. and, you know, kind of sitting at a distance, mm-hmm. but that's, I mean, I go check on her every now and then anyway, it was no different than any other time. There was no other family or friends. There's that mass on you. Yeah. Just keep the mass on. That's all you got to do. I mean, I've gone to the, I've taken her to the store before. We're just masked up in the car, you know, right, like right. you just, you do, you do as much as you can and then you minimize your risk. You know, you can't completely eliminate it, but you minimize it. Right. That's a big thing. It's, it's just, th- these numbers going up kind of make me nervous of other people. That's always the fear for me is the other people, not me. Yeah. It's the other people, you know, it's, you can't trust nobody. Yeah, yeah, like, okay, I don't know what you've been doing, and I don't trust me to actually act like I yeah. got common sense sometimes, and now right. I'm in a bad way. I know I can have common sense if you're not around, like, if that makes right. sense. Like, right. if right. my immediate family and friends not around, oh, I can't talk to them, so I'm cool, but you get around, that might be a whole other story. So that's why I say I don't trust me. And with my mom and them, everybody's social distance. What they did was everybody did, like, a drive-by for her. I didn't yeah. go. I just called on the phone. And while I was calling her on the phone, people were riding around and beeping. I was like, all right, I'll holler at you later. But at least I acknowledged it. But I know I wasn't. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yes, now with the Popeyes. That's our Mandalorian thing. It's either going to be Popeyes or Pizza or Wing or something like that. And uh, they've been going mass up in Popeyes. Yesterday, I pull up to the drive-thru and little young brother in there nose out. I said, come on, fam. <laughs> I shouted at him from the car. <laughs> I said, come on, fam. Cover your nose, man. Oh, yeah, you're right. I said, <laughs> Good on, point. Fam. Good point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> come on, fam. <laughs> Try, man. You want people to come here? Come on, man. I put a mask on and I'm outside in my car. <laughs> he's you just know? trying to smell the delicious chicken. That's that all. what he's doing. I mean, no, there's not a lot of perks when you work at Popeye's. Come on, fam. You have the everybody in the establishment's smell. got they everybody back there working got got the and they got good masks on now, too. That shit's up here, and here he comes. Hey, uh, I'm like, oh, come on, fam, <laughs> pull it up, dog. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, you're right. You know. Yeah, like uh, I can I speak to the manager. Right. <laughs> yeah. like, I can't breathe. You can breathe. You just you don't want to breathe. breathe like when you people say breathe. that, you go, "I am talking to you. You are talking to me. So you can breathe. You just need to get adjusted That's, mask. That's why you keep taking it down. That started for me before I left goals. That's part of the reason why I left goals was. That was a staff. Remember when all this began and we went into masks and I walked into goals and we were all on the fence of what are we going to do? What are we doing? The gym is open again, but we can't come back to do personal training yet. What are we doing? I walk in a girl walking by the counter, nose out. I said, hey, you need to cover your nose. I can't breathe. I said, yes, yes, you can. We're well, going to the gym. Breathe. So I'm, I don't, it doesn't matter. I, I can't breathe. You know, and I was like, it does matter. What are you talking about? And then another another dude, Lloyd, came through the door, no mask on. So what are you what are you doing? <laughs> oh, I'm I'm coming in. I'm I'm on my break. I'm like, you still need to take have, breaks. You still need to have your mask on. Well, I don't have to have my mask if I'm not why are you worried about me? I said, I'm not worried about you. I'm worried about me. I said, I'm wearing this mask to protect you. You're supposed to wear your mask to protect me. Oh man, you I was like, oh. Fuck! <laughs> you know? I will. Uh, I'll say. Uh, I have uh, at the grocery store a couple times. I've pulled my mask down so that I can smell the scented candle that I'm thinking about buying. <laughs> because I don't want to get home and some shit that I don't like. You know. 
and you can't smell it through a mask. So I'll, I'll like do I'll look around first, make sure I'm by myself. Yeah, looking up, mask. looking up in the aisles and shit. Yeah, Am I on this no shit by myself, shit. by my damn self? Just like <laughs> you know, hunched over, sniffing candles, with my mask down. <laughs> that was early at the gym. That was early at the gym. I don't know if you guys probably didn't see this video, but Arnold Schwarzenegger, the day they opened up Gold's Gyms again. Arnold put a video up where he went to the gym. Hey, I'm going to go back to the gym and work out instead of working out at home. Went to the gym and noticed people didn't have masks on. And he was like, how come you don't got a mask on? And the guy working behind the counter said, oh, you can either wear a mask or not wear a mask. We don't enforce a policy. And Arnold walked out <laughs> and then talked about it in, in his car. He was like, they're not letting people who have forced people to wear a mask. I would suggest you don't go. Now, this is a guy who made Gold's Gym, by the way. His fucking, fucking pictures on the wall inside the Gold's Gym. Like, y'all are fucking up bad. <laughs> y'all are fucking up bad. About a month later, they came around. But I was like, it's too fucking late, man. Right. I, I think the worst thing they ever could have did, particularly here in America, because Americans are lazy, is tell them to wash their hands and wipe shit down because and check temperatures because people literally think that that's it. Yeah. They act yeah. like COVID ain't in the motherfucking air, which is something that, right. that you can't control, which right. is which, if they would come to that realization, people's behavior would change. But because they're like, well, I wiped it down and I washed my hands. This thing ain't got nothing to do with the shit in the air. Yeah, It's too late, man. You can't unring a bell. Did y'all see the Bill Nye? The Bill Nye thing on Twitter. Nah. I saw someone post. I didn't watch it though. Well, Bill Nye, it's just it's it's a cute little. Thing. It's just what Bill Nye does. Well, you know, he's just like this is why you should do this, and this is you put your put your mask on, dum dums. You know, it's it's what he does. The shit to read is the is the comment field. He called people dum dums though. Like I just I, read the con. He he's he's saying it, but he's not saying it. But he's saying it. But he's not saying it. Right. He's saying it. But American boy, history. he's saying it. <laughs> but, but boy, he's saying it. Oh, here. I, I'll pull it up on screen. I got it. Here. Looking all in the camera like, look at your stupid ass. <laughs> look at your yeah, stupid Americans ass. are dumb. You know, the shit to read is the comments. That's read the comments. You'll see that the level of the level of what you're fucking dealing with in this country. Bill Nye hates freedom. Calling him not a well, he's not even a he's not even a scientist. I'm like, are you are you fucking crazy? Are you fucking crazy? So this is um, I guess this is the whole thing. Yeah, he put like he put a couple of them. I'm kidding. Greetings, Bill Nye here with more on masks. This is the second one. The red shows where people are wearing masks. The black ink shows where people are getting sick with coronavirus. <laughs> I hope you can see the fewer the masks, the more the sick. And there's a perception that a virus can travel through the fibers of a mask like this red dot. Because viruses don't travel by themselves. They travel in droplets of spit and snot. And the fibers are a tangle. So when the droplet gets into the fibers of a mask, it gets trapped. This is not that hard to understand, everybody. That's <laughs> like I said. Tools, see, see you see what I'm saying? He's like, listen up. Uh, he he just called people stupid. Yeah, that was. <laughs> this is not that hard to understand. This is this is as easy as it gets, guys. Yeah, he's he's over it. Sounds <laughs> like every science teacher after you fail the test as a class. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Nobody. Nope. The high score is a 50. Y'all were yeah, yeah. not that hard to understand. People. Not one of y'all could do this. Now, <laughs> I know I'll get fired if I call you some stupid motherfuckers. <laughs> so I'm not going to say that. If I call you dumbest. I got to hear from your parents. 
You know about rules. You pay taxes on the whole road, but you only get to drive on one side at a time. Otherwise, so everyone, please. I'm going to talk to you like you're three. Thank you. Oh, you can hear me fine. Right through the mask. (laughs) Is this the other one? Yeah, he did another one where he did a little experiment with masks from my respiratory system from getting into the air and then into your respiratory system. Blocking the movement of air is an old trick. Here's a scarf. It blocks the movement of air around my throat. Helps keep me warm. This scarf won awards in the Washington State Fair for both design and workmanship. It can block the movement of air, but only to a certain extent. This is a homemade face mask. It has just two layers of cloth with a pipe cleaner sewn in to help it fit against the bridge of your nose. And it blocks the movement of air very effectively. If you're wearing one of these, you're protecting yourself and those around you. Here's an N95. These are made to block particles in the medical environment and when you're out mowing the lawn. This one's not sterilized, but It's pretty effective. So the reason we want you to wear a mask is to protect you. Sure. But the main reason another stupid moment is to protect me from you and the particles from your (laughs) respiratory system from getting into my respiratory system. Everybody, this is a matter literally. With your dumb ass. And when I use the word literally, (laughs) I mean literally. A matter of life and death. So when you're out in public, please wear a mask. Thank you for joining me on Consider the Fall. I'm telling you, it's the it's the words that he's leaving out that you know he's saying in your head. I say please literally. Wear a mask. Damn. The way you're supposed to say literally, not unlike like you fucking millennials when you say literally and you mean figuratively. That's a whole other video. Well, stay tuned for that shit. I'm surprised they aren't just scientists having strokes of the stupidity, right? It of our country be. on a daily basis. I, I told, I, I think when this first popped off and I was a guest out here, I was like, the the main thing that this country that this virus did was hit America in its two weakest spots, empathy, and science. Yep. Like that is where exactly where we are the fucking worst country in the earth. We are we don't give a fuck about other people. And we're stupid as shit. And so this is the worst type of crisis that could hit our country. Yeah, like there's been like this sort of uh, fostering of hostility toward higher education. Right. You know, uh, oh, those liberal schools, they they brainwash you and, and against suspicion. Science. Right. They're against science, like climate change mm-hmm. scientists don't believe them. You know, um, the, the fucking... Uh, liberal schools of college don't believe them because they are trying to be too PC and all like this is all this like if you're learning in America you are a bad person and yeah, it's you're a value elite. judgment so of course the thing that we the time where we need everyone to go you know what they did go to school for 20 years and then work in a field in this we right. should listen to them. They did dedicate their whole life and got a bunch of letters behind all them degrees. That and this is, means something. Yeah, it's got to be so frustrating for the actual scientists that did this work just to right. have these dumbasses, you know, sharing, you know, meme YouTube videos and shit. Like, it's got to suck. Yeah. And then you have also the anti-maskers. Imagine that you will sometimes Fauci. say, like, they'll actually say, oh, masks don't do anything. Listen to the science. 
like they're claiming they're listening to science while also denying climate change and denying things about coronavirus. Like they'll pretend they're the science minded ones just to just to not wear a mask, basically. Imagine you're Dr. Fauci and you've stood next to Donald Trump all this time. Not just Donald Trump, but Dr. fucking Burks with her stupid ass. You were this broad. You've been standing next to her all this time, too. And you're like, what the fuck are y'all doing? What What's happening here? What the fuck is happening here? <laughs> you know, what the, you're just looking around like, what the fuck? What the? Oh, <laughs> well, it's not really. I mean, Burks at least knows what she's talking about. Like Scott Atlas she's talking about. But she went out, man. She went way out. Yeah, but she never spread misinformation. No, no, but she no. didn't do a whole lot of correcting now either, did she? Scott Atlas was literally, that, I mean, he's a radiologist. He's not even, a, yeah. it's not even his field, but he was literally spreading misinformation you know, for some reason. Well, because it put him in the good graces of his, of his Fuhrer. I guess so. You know, I mean, you got to figure Fauci has, he's like, he's worked for how many presidents? He's like, they all trust me except this dumbass. <laughs> Right. You know, I put country first above everything. And here comes this motherfucker country over everything. Yeah. Now put country, everything, country, everything. And then here you here you come, you motherfucker. <laughs> you know, I say facts and then you come behind me at a press conference to basically be like, hey, fuck what this dude just said. I'm right. right y'all. Right. Right. And then a whole political party is is coming after him and by the way i posted this today and um i read it in the post and um washington post surveyed 249 republicans on capitol hill that's all the republicans all the republicans on capitol hill between the senate and the congress they surveyed 249 of them okay 25 will acknowledge that biden won the election 25 two insist that trump won 222 gop members of the house and senate that's 90 percent of all republicans serving will not say who won the election no comment they just do that that thing where they walk by 122 well trump called out the 25 he called them rhinos on twitter he will not say that's is that's okay now, what I need you to do is remember that these are the people that Barack Obama said we have to reach out to and in a, in a spirit of understanding that we have to work with. Like, you, you can't work with this. There's no way you can work with that. When did he say this? Oh, it's in his book. And he's talked about another place that we have to find common ground with people, mm. you know, that we have to we have to find. I'm like, you, you can't that. And that that is in itself is the. Because I think he has a belief in white people that a lot of black people are like. It ain't, it ain't just white people, Karen. It's people. Mass. Like, mm-hmm. because, and, and the thing is, I think he's literally talking to white people. Like, I don't really think he's talking to us when he says reach across the aisle. Um, not that they're not black Republicans, but he's not talking to us because, uh, because most black and brown people at a high clip actually support this dude. So who is he talking about then? You know what? I don't know anymore. I've just from the the part of his book that I've read is uh, you come to the conclusion that it's not even so much that he believes this stuff. It's like, that's who he is. Agreed. He's a guy who's just like, we can all find common ground. We can all find common purpose. We can all 
get a, we can, we can just come together. He believes that that's who he is. It's not even so much a belief. That's just who he is. Yes. Based on the way he was raised and you know, his, his mother, his mother put poured a lot of that into him and um, grandparents and growing up where he grew up and all the things he went through. Like you, you, you can't negotiate with that. No, that, that's and, the thing is like you can't negotiate with that. And my thing is that's what he believes and that's what he ran on. And that's what he told us who he was. I know. So that's, I'm not yeah. going to get mad at a man who yeah. told the truth. And, and yeah. that's, hey, man, maybe that's what I fall. He told yeah. you where he stood. And then people are getting yeah. mad because he's doing the exact thing things what he, that told he told you. you. Yeah. He told you that he believed in humanity. I agree and, with that. And things like that. Like yeah. he said this and then people yeah. get mad that he actually believes the things that he says. Yeah, like his thing where he talks about because he talked a bit about um, his philosophies on war, but he's he's not against war. Which, if you understand that, then you understand that he's not going to be against drone strikes. He feels like that's the way to go because that that saves soldiers. That's his. That's just what he. That's as far as he is. Like, yeah, it saves American soldiers and it accomplishes the goal. And <laughs> I'm not against it. <laughs> you know, and you can't have that job and and not be for war. Well, that's the that's the thing about. Um, this thing about um, changing the slogan between defund the police is you have an act, you have activists saying defund the police. You don't really have, you have, I've yet to hear a politician say defund the police. Maybe AOC, I'll spot you AOC. Maybe the squad. Also, we'll spot you the squad. But I don't know. I don't know if Rod or Andy or Karen, if you guys have heard a politician other than the squad, not even Elizabeth I'm, sp- I'm spotting you the squad. Yeah, not even Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. Okay. So not even not even Bernie Sanders. No. Yeah, they say defund the police. And not only that, but they both said they wouldn't phrase it that way. Right. So that's not something that a politician would say nor advance. That's what an activist says. Right. That's not what a, and I'm not. And by the way, I'm I'm not against. I'm on the side of the activists here. I'm not against. I'm not against. An activist saying that, but I'm also not against a politician not saying that either. They, they, politicians and activists have different goals, <laughs> so right. I have no Even problem. Ask, like the the problem is, and this is why I say, you know, to me, social media is like fucking a brain that's dealing with depression. We knew all of this, so why Obama being asked about it, right? Giving an answer that we know is the only answer for the record. Yeah, well, there's, not a, there's, not, there's not a better answer that you're going to get from a politician that's beholden to the nation. Right. You, you can get one from these people in these blue districts and shit. Yeah, sure. Right. You can get right. one from an activist. You, they're going to tell you what I believe because that's right. all we want to hear. Right. But, and by the way, a politician in a blue district who says that is echoing what their constituents sent them there to say. Yeah, or 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 they're influenced by Twitter. Yeah, they're not, they're not gonna get in trouble for it. There is yeah. no downside yeah. for them, so they can play that game. And we need those politicians in the party. By the way, I yeah, I, I like those people. I'm not one of these people that I, I don't like this shit we see now, where people are like picking a side of moderate versus uh very liberal people, and then going uh yeah, this is the right way. Nah, there's different ways depending on where you're at, and I feel like as a person that recognizes that it's very frustrating to have to deal with such myopic viewpoints from people who think 
there's one solution for every fucking problem. There isn't, mm-hmm. unfortunately. And so with the uh, Obama thing, the thing that struck me was not only is that the right answer, it was an honest answer. And it's the answer that if any of us were beholden to the American public, we would give. Right. If, if we just want to go on our Twitter accounts and everyone tell us how fucking great we are, then of course, yeah, defund the police, abolish the police, fuck the police. You know what I mean? Like I can go further than that. That's because I will never catch backlash from Twitter for saying that shit. Because though that's where you go to do that. And what the the the, the ideological difference seems to be is that Obama attacks Twitter when he brings up that <laughs> this shit works differently on Twitter than real life. I, when I saw that quote, I said he's right, but he's wrong because it's Twitter. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, Twitter will not back that. And the thing is, Obama is not a cynical person. Right. You know, he's very genuine. And to, to get where he, he's gotten, you can't really be cynical because he would have given up a long time ago. Mm-hmm. But, I, I mean, activism and protests are rooted in idealism. There is only this way. We must only do this. And that's what fuels idealistic people. That's what fuels protests and, and activists. And so what fuels a politician is a different thing. I mean, cynicism is is kind of a, a single-minded thought, not the same as idealism, but it's it's a cousin to it, and you're both single-minded in a certain sense. So I the the activists, this is where they lose a lot of people too. They start uh, they start saying these things as though they are the only way to do them, and they're not willing to compromise and change and all that stuff. And so Obama's like, well, wait a minute in order to be a politician, you have to, in order to be Barack Obama ascending to the presidency, you have to believe that that's possible. You can't just force things through. Well, also like you get rewarded for being extremely one way or the other on social media. Yeah. Like there's no reward. Like if I make a point where I'm like, and this is how this is going to play out. Nigga, ain't nobody retweeting. They don't interact with that shit. If anything, they come at me. From yeah. both sides. They'll both come at me from, no, nigga, you need to just say this. And then the other people being like, yeah, because I hate these liberal people. And I'm like, nah, it's the truth of the earth of America is it this fucking ugly gray mass. And that and that is the thing no one wants to talk about because we want to get patted on the back. I could go on my I could go on my Twitter account right now and say, <laughs> I don't know, uh arrest the killers of Rihanna Taylor, hashtag um you know um defund the police hashtag abolish prison it's gonna get the most retweets but then if i say all right y'all so how are we gonna do this right it's crickets because it's, it's well they should just know to do it it's like no man it's there's people you have to convince and i think the disdain for obama which is become its own signifier of virtue for a lot of people. It's like, oh, man. The, 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 living the harder I shit on Obama, the more blacker I am. The, yeah, more the blacker I am, the more liberal I am, yeah. the more progressive and, I am. And, and which is, I think uh, I will always fight against that because I find it to be ridiculous because because mm. because in order to do it, you have to ignore everything against them. And I'm right. not going to do that. I, right. I will never do that as long as I live because I live through the shit. I right. saw what he was up against. Now right. he he, well, under, he we all saw, we all saw it. Right. It just impacted us. It didn't right. impact them. They right. saw it and they're just like, eh, hey, whatever. <laughs> and and the thing is, it, um, he underestimated the resistance to him, 
because everyone did like every right. like we do this revisionist history where we're like right. nah we knew from day one Mm-mm. how not, a lot of us were surprised at how mm. much it was unprecedented and it's yes. just and if, if we refuse to acknowledge that then i don't even want to have a discussion about this dude because it's like we had never seen a stonewalling like that even moderate republicans wouldn't break you had well, you moderate dims that wouldn't break well you know what people did is um they would try to point you out a place in history where something along the lines that happened. Well, you know, they used to duel back in such and such a time or, mm-hmm. you know, they had a gunfight. You know, he, he's not having a gunfight. They would try to point you out at some point in the fucking 1800s. Yeah. Like Clinton got impeached. Yeah. Right. Clinton got impeached and it wasn't it, the level of like uniformity and resistance to him wasn't this strong. That And it was only because he was black. Cause he wasn't the the fucking scary black guy. He wasn't the dude that is supposed to make everyone go, "Oh my god, we can never fuck with him." He's the he's the opposite black dude. So right, you know the fact that they did it to even him means they would do it to any black person. But oh, absolutely, uh, and that's know, that and that's the thing. thing that um, okay, so he, he is a politician. That's not even a question. And in this thing where people shit on politicians, I'm kind of tired of that too. Yeah, you need politicians. Period. End of story. Um, just like if you want somebody to dig a ditch, you better go get somebody who knows how to dig a fucking ditch. If not, you're just digging a hole. You got to go find somebody who knows how to dig a ditch. If you want politics done, you have to get politics done. Here's the problem that people don't want to admit is that the Republican Party has not been playing politics mm-hmm. since I I want to say since the day he was elected. But right. I would imagine yeah, I bet you if we looked at it, probably from before then, mm-hmm. when they started engaging, and particularly when the Southern strategy began, we just accepted racism as a political strategy. That's yeah. not a political strategy. Right. To, you know, um, curtailing people's civil rights is not a political strategy, but we accepted it as that. That's not a strategy. And, we accept, <laughs> and, and the thing is, so we accept that shit. And then blame it on the Democrats somehow. Yeah, right. because it makes right. us feel good. Because that makes it not our fault. I, the people are complicit, and I right. mean, and I don't mean this just for racist people and shit. Because everybody thinks it's always. Well, I know what you mean. I'm talking about the, <laughs> the don't mean? the don't vote motherfuckers. The this person right. ain't perfect, so I ain't, I'm gonna sit this one out. The right. I'm too woke to accept any level of compromise, motherfuckers. Right. Them too, because they discourage our side from winning. And in the 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 um the way that this shit works with politicians, with politics, you need to constantly be winning to right. get to the furthest range of the thing you want. So if you want uh if you let Trump win and before this you wanted universal health care, it's not gonna happen after Trump. Like you just moved yourself back and went yeah. now give me you no no no. It was going to happen under Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. That's how it happens. It happens right. under the next person because you kept pushing it until it was a mandate. We well, you build you build on. It's like Legos. It's like anything. Yeah. You build on what you have underneath you. We right. refuse you, to have a mandate. Right. When everybody it, talked about, um, you know, Obamacare, that I think Cat Williams said it best. He was like, you're going from nothing mm-hmm. to something. Yes. But I was willing to take it to the next step is and then we go from something to everything. Yes, yes it, that's it, what's supposed to happen. It's, incremental it's, building. It's a series of things. And 
to kind of piggyback on what Roger was, Roger was saying, everything has a gray area. And what I've realized about social media, and for some people, this is kind of stemmed into their real life. They want everything to be black and white because black and white is simpler. Black and white means it's the right side and the wrong side, which means I don't, I can ignore all nuance. I can act like shit don't happen. Do people not remember MLK had to actually go and talk to some people? Do people not remember MLK had to go and compromise to get to get some of these you know bills what? that I passed? They call him a coon and a sellout. Do you know what kills me about MLK? Do you know what kills me about MLK that people never talk about? He had higher than an 80% disapproval rate amongst white people. Right. They didn't like him. They didn't like him. <laughs> no one liked him. Black so, people barely like bad people barely fucked with him. Right. <laughs> and so that's that's that re- like, revisionist history. And the thing is you you have to you're talking about politicians, you have to have somebody in there that you can move. Right. And it's like right. the people that complain the most, they don't want to do the work to get somebody in a position that will listen to them. Because you know what was happening when Obama was in office? Black Lives Matter popped off. You know what people were doing? Protesting in the street. You know what happened when Trump got in office? Them motherfuckers found something else to do. People stopped protesting as much because mm-hmm. he got in office and said, whoop their asses. So your strategy had to change. So who's in office matter? Because I remember when we were voting, people were telling me it don't matter who was in office. They were mm-hmm. all the same. Like, I remember that. I remember of uh, people saying, you know, earn my vote. I remember these things. I'm not going to vote because a lot of people assumed that Hillary Black, Clinton was going to Black win. Lives Matter turned down meeting with Barack Obama. Right. Mm-hmm. And now this election cycle, I was le- reading interviews from uh, at least two of the three of them. Alicia? And they were like. Uh, Alicia and I think maybe Opal Tometi, but don't. I, I think it could have been Patrice Colors. It could have been. I do remember reading for Alicia. I do yeah, think at least two of the three of them was like, we need someone in the White House we can meet with. Like you had someone, right? That you chose. You chose not to fuck with them. Well, I now, think I also wanted, they. I welcome, I welcome the company. That's yeah. the lesson you're supposed to learn. But damn, imagine if we didn't have to learn that lesson. Yeah, but I'm like, fine. You're you're young, but you know what I need. Everybody here knows what I need. I need you to say. I fucked up. I need you to say that. Alicia until did. you say that, I don't know if you know you fucked up. Yeah. Did Alicia say that? Either Alicia or Patrice Colors yeah. wrote the, I remember reading it on the show. It was yeah. uh, during the Women's March where she was like, yeah, we was tripping. I was tripping. Yeah, I fucked up. <laughs> you know, Jason I'm Carter in the chat room is saying that they're playing politics. They're not playing public service. That's the thing. And I'll say it again is the Republicans aren't playing politics. The GOP is not playing politics. They've stayed long since stopped playing politics. Everybody else is still trying to play politics with someone who's not trying to play the same game you are. No. That's the thing is that you can't play politics with people who aren't it. Politics only work if there's if both sides are engaged in a given a take. Right. That's the only way it'll work. Well, also, like yeah. social media and shit is just different then politics is different and not no one is recognizing how this shit is changing us like uh aoc is selling 60 dollar eat the rich sweaters right now mm-hmm. like that <laughs> like like that shit is weird like right you know I, and i'm not knocking her specifically it's just if we can't admit like that's a different thing we have this thing right. where like stand culture and social media right. culture and politics are all combining and we're treating aoc like she's cardi b or some shit and we're treating Cardi B like she's a politician. And it's so weird. We're treating celebrities and what celebrities say is if they hold office. Like, it's, well, like this shit has gotten so reversed now. Well, the day we said, we said that Kim Kardashian is, is 
influencing justice policy the day we said that i was like no she's not yeah no she's not she got her i'm doing air quotes buddy mm-hmm. to release this black woman from jail that has no influence on policy yeah not about to, they're, trying to kill, they're trying to do six, i think 13 executions before Right. They to, they, yeah. They right. That's right. not that's not criminal justice reform. What has Kim said about that? Has anybody asked her? Because I would. Right. I'd be in her she ass. Was, about she that. was planning a birthday party. Well, there you go. <laughs> She's like, what are you saying about this? Where's your justice reform now, bitch? Where are you at? She's well, also, there's a lot of stuff that's it's a process. I mean, you can't just snap your fingers. That's why the right. defund the police thing is is a problem for people. Because I mean, look look at Obama. He. In 08, in 2008, and he ran as publicly saying he was against gay marriage mm-hmm. in the Democratic primaries in the presidential I race. Was, I think it was lying. But that, but I, but I've been saying that for years. But <laughs> the thing is, for, for political expediency, I, yeah. I don't think he ever had a problem with two gay people getting married. I don't know why he would have a problem with that. But he couldn't say it yet. So he had to say civil unions and this other shit. And then, you know, a, a few years later, the White House is uh, decked out in rainbow colors. Right. Because it's a process. He couldn't just say gay marriage should be OK and snap his fingers, just like any kind of police reform. Look at the marijuana legalization, uh, the, how long it's taking. Some right. states defied the federal government and then the government s- just said hands off. And then other states have, have continued to defy the federal government. Mm-hmm. And now Congress finally passes a bill to decriminalize, not even legalize, decriminalize mm-hmm. marijuana. And then the Senate probably won't pass it. But Absolutely this is years not. in the making. Everybody like Obama smoked weed. Right. The, no one ever asked him, did you feel like a criminal when you smoked weed? He probably didn't feel like a criminal, but he knew he couldn't just snap his fingers and say marijuana is legal now. That's just not the way it works. Unfortunately, it's a process that takes sometimes a decade or, or several decades and Obama knows that and you know Twitter the idealistic side of it doesn't accept that but that's just the way it goes you know Meanwhile like they also skip over the fact that it would have been like Obama smoked weed cuz he's the drug dealing socialist in chief yep. like yeah. there's a whole other wing out here that he has to worry about that they don't it's yeah. like you can say whatever the fuck you want to on your account you can literally go in there and be like fuck Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. If 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 Obama says that it's World War Three, and they refuse to acknowledge that shit because we're using him to virtue signal. We're not even yes, because like, it's not about him. It's we're about us. Us. we're using him to make it about us. Like mm-hmm. I, I, motherfuckers was retweeting shit all night after he said that shit. Oh, <laughs> well, uh, if it don't matter what we say, it was like right. That's exact. That's it that's doesn't true. matter what we say. There are a certain segment of the population that will never be for anything. Probably. Well, that's that's me, is that it It doesn't matter how you say it. Right. Well, hold up, Bill Randolph. Hold up, because there's because that's not what he was addressing. And it's important. Well, yeah, I know. It's important I know. to acknowledge this because everyone was using his comments as I if know. he was saying we're going to get the Republicans on our side with this. He yeah. was saying there are people and this is very important because it's been lost in the discussion. There are people who want to do what defund the police says they want to do who don't understand that slogan. And not just that, when they hear the slogan, their reaction is, I don't want to have no police. And that is a deterrent to the politicians because the activists can do that, but the politicians are the ones who have to go meet with the constituents and explain it and get them to vote for it and understand. And it's a harder thing to to, to do when it's like, 
I saw a commercial that said defund the police. Y'all just gonna let me get raped? I ain't gonna be able to do nothing. Well, I was raped. You know. Here's the thing: is that um, I agree with on paper exactly what Barack Obama is saying. You can't, you can't fault that logic. There's no, there's no way you can follow that logic. That's the, that's the truth of it. I just don't think you cannot touch the police in our culture. You can't say that they do anything wrong. Right. That, that to me, but that's, but that to me is a larger issue. That's not about this particular issue. That to me is a larger issue about the culture in general. You, you can't say anything against the police. So it doesn't matter how you say it, what you say, what you tell people to do. They're not. They're not. They're not going to come well, along with it. The, the thing, police though. are deified couple, in our culture. A couple so, of jurisdictions have passed things that have defunded the police. Now, how did they make that happen? Yeah, because I, it, it happened. I believe it. But I need to see more about those districts rather than I can't just say blanket like, well, a couple of districts, so it's going to ha- it'll happen now. No, no, no. I I'm not saying what's on, going I'm, on in those districts. I'm not saying yeah. this means it's over. It won. That's it. No, mm-hmm. I'm just saying. How were they able to even get some of the yeah. issues passed? I'd like because, to know. I'd like because, to know that. I, let, me see, let me see. Let me see what happened, they did. Right. What yeah. happened? Well, I, I'm saying this because I do know. What What happened is that they didn't go in there and just go defund the police. Mm-hmm. Like, like you had your activist wing that said that, but the politicians who passed the legis- the passed the the uh, changes, didn't use that terminology. Mm-hmm. And some of them even used the opposite terminology, which is we're going to help protect our police because isn't yeah. it? It, aren't we putting them in a dangerous situation when we send them out to a mental health crisis mm-hmm. that they shouldn't have to deal with and this person is unstable? Like, maybe we should just, we're, we're going to say, listen, we're not going to send you out for that. We're going to take some of this funding and we're going to put it towards some mental health professionals. Mm-hmm. We'll mm-hmm. go out there. New York City did that. So they just didn't use the terminology. And that's what's, that is what f- makes me so fucking furious sometimes with, our, with the left is that we say shit like, uh, it does. The wording doesn't matter. Yes, it does. It matters for our side because the truth matters for our side. Or we say shit like, um, well, uh, well, that is what we want to do. Defund the police. They say it. We, we, when they go low, we go high. I'm going low. Going low is lying to their fucking face. Hey, we're not going to defund the police. We're not even saying that. No, no, that's not what we're talking about. Defund them motherfuckers behind the scenes. Like that is what you do. You look the police in our face and go, we're not going to do that. And then you reallocate that funding. Cities have done it already. They just didn't use those words. But there have been cities that use the words and failed. You know, so Seattle used those words. People, yeah, we got them. And then um, a, a week later, mm-hmm. yeah, we had to change that funding thing. We're actually giving them the money. The, I, the, the police chief quit. The mayor wants to fucking resign. Yeah, like, I don't know if anymore well the first part is i'm never going to not believe that that because police are deified in this in our society our society has decided that it's okay that police abuse black people they've decided that for the safety of them Mm -hmm. until we address that we're never going to see a change it's not it's not going to change until we address that our society has just decided that because that's what our police were designed to do to keep black people in check. And, and it's okay for a vast majority of the population, both Democrat and Republican, it's okay. If I feel safe, fuck it. And if you got to, and if they just have to accept that, that's what happens to them. But I, I, I guess for me, I, and I do understand what you're saying, but yeah. if, if these things go through, at least do it with less money. 
We're down here, and me and Roderick has rolled through Bumblefuck Nowhere, South Carolina. They got tanks. Ain't nobody coming out here and bothering right. nobody out here in Bumblefuck right. Nowhere. Right. Why the fuck you got this money for these tanks? No. And, and, Decrease the money. And going at Obama seems so fucking stupid to me right, because right. we have the Ferguson report because of Obama. I know. And that's Eric the thing Holder, is that... Eric Holder, come, well, that's Obama. The defunding of military vehicles to police happens under Obama. Obama, right. So and what then, the fuck and are then, you talking about? And then when they when another when a new um, regime that's the only way I can say it a new regime comes in, they just wipe the shit all away. You right, know, right. They just a new regime comes in, and which keep in means mind that people, these things uh, people were allowed that new regime to be voted in. And when things when these things were happening under Obama, yeah. people went that ain't shit. Well, what and, and and look at what they say is shit now. Right, Kim Kardashian got a woman out of jail. Yeah, we, I mean, but, but what what did Van Jones say about that? We the Republicans are doing prison reform, bitch. Are they? You know they're not. You're not a stupid these, man. You're not a stupid these, man. So why are you saying that? So with some of these groups that were saying Obama, what Obama did wasn't shit, um, and they're like the liberal people, not the Republican people. That are like he wasn't doing shit. He wasn't doing enough. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Let's look at the list of things that you want from defund the police. Right. And that's all those things. Most of those things on that list he was doing. He was doing. (laughs) You you want you literally want to go back. You keep saying you want to go forward. You actually do want to go back. You want to go back to what he what him and Eric Eric Holder were doing. Right. You want to go back to the path that Obama has set us on that no one gave a fuck about it. Didn't appreciate it. But But your stupid ass said you ain't going to vote for Hillary. Right. Because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Right. Uh, not the crime bill. You mean the same you crime that. bill you voted for the Arbor, the Arbor, uh the author of? Yeah. Three Supreme Court justices. Right. You said it didn't matter. You right. told me that it didn't matter that you voted for Joe Stein. We right. now got three Supreme Court justices. Right. The the same crime bill that Hillary Clinton didn't vote on. Right. The bill that 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 um Bernie Sanders voted for it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, and Joe Biden voted for it. So it's like but because they're men, I don't care what nobody said. Hillary Clinton lost because she had a vagina, and you can't tell me nothing different. So in I want to go. I want to go back to one more thing about defunding the police, though, because people act like it doesn't matter that the phrasing is going to cost you some valuable time, which is essentially what it is, right? And I'm like, okay, let's look at another defund thing: defund Planned Parenthood. What does defund Planned Parenthood mean? It means Republicans don't want Planned Parenthood to exist. And that was way before people came up with defund the police. And if I say, what does defund the police mean? We got to stop and go, well, okay, I'm not saying no police. What I am saying is we're going to reallocate some funds to this, this, and this. So what we're really saying is not defund the police because defund means a thing already. And it's like, if you bring that up, motherfuckers act like you're trying to say, uh, I'm not down with defund the police. No, I'm saying I want it to be more effective. You know, when I was talking to Randolph, I was like, you know, you're a comedian. You write for a living. If we sat down in a room and was like, yo, we got to come up with some slogans. We got to punch up some things. It's going to be some slogans where we have to start looking at the reaction as well. I've thought about that. I thought about you saying that. And, um, you know, they often tell comedians and um, writers that uh, I guess dumb down is not the right word. Sometimes it is. But it's like you have to adjust your thinking. You have to adjust your writing to your audience. Thinking, I don't know if that's. I don't know if that's all the way the truth 
about writing anymore. I don't, I'm still working it out of my head. I, I don't know. I think about the, the, the great writers that I respect and the great comedians that I respect. Now there, now there is a thing about putting words together in a certain, in a certain rhythm, particularly if you're telling a joke, you got to put the words together in a certain rhythms. So there's rhythms to the way you talk and stuff like that. But if you're talking about, I'm going to sit and write, like if you, if you read James Baldwin, the way James Baldwin wrote, he didn't really change the way he, the way he wrote things or the way he tried to think he wrote what was in his head. He wrote what was in his heart and he put it on the paper. Mm-hmm. And if you catch up to it, that's fine. If you don't, that's fine. Also, if you watch Patrice O'Neill do stand up, he talked about the way he talked about the things he talked about, I guess harsh is, a, is the way I harsh shit, but it was funny, but everybody's not going to like it. You know what I mean? Everybody's not going to like it. Those things are, are different goals than a politician's goal. Right. You know what I mean? Like they asked Baldwin one time, why is he not out in the streets um, protesting along with Martin and them? Although he was great friends with Martin and Malcolm X, why aren't you out in the streets? Because I'm a witness. I'm not, that's not what I do. What I do is catalog and write down what's it, but I don't do that part because that's not, that's not my, that's not my task in this life. I'm a witness. <laughs> you know what I mean? Some of us are supposed to say that are supposed to say the thing are supposed to say defund the police. Some of us are supposed to say that some of us are supposed to not say that and just work to make these changes. I also think that there's, it doesn't have to be a slogan period, whether it's the different one. Andy said that to me the other night. And I, I, why is there not every issue? It can be surmised in a slogan and a lot of them don't have slogans and you don't need sloganeering necessarily to make this point. If it's a complicated idea, then slogan might do you more harm than good because it's, it's not going to encapsulate all the complications doing more harm right now than good. It, there's no there's no way you can question that. It's definitely doing more harm. Than but at a protest, slogans are a great yeah. way to get across your point. But in yes, to get a crowd a, riled up, defund yeah. the police, defund the police. That shit works all day. Right. You know, but if you're trying to do the work of actual as well, Obama and Eric Holder were doing the actual jobs of those things. Slogan airing doesn't matter, man. It doesn't it doesn't. Who gives right. a shit? Because at the end of the day, you have to explain things. Because I'm going to tell you right now, the first time I heard defund the police, me and Roger had a long-ass conversation in the car. And about, Roger, what it, about what it meant, yeah. What, Roger. Roger was playing me podcasts. I was like, oh, fuck them niggas. Like, I was hot. I was like, I want the goddamn police. What are we talking about? And it took right. a while. For, it took a hot minute for him right. to actually help me understand it. And if I know, I know I'm not alone with that. So when you say defund the police, everybody is not going to grasp what you defund means something. Same question. Same thing I had to do with my parents. Like, right. And what I don't like about Twitter and shit is that we can't acknowledge that that's the truth. Like, it's like it's too wrapped up in like, I look good when I shit on Obama. So Mm I'm going to just pretend he's crazy and we're the only ones who are right. And I'm like, no, because I, I, as a person who supports defund the police, who believes in that shit, Mm -hmm. it, it is frustrating to me to have to then go, okay, now what I really mean, right. 
because yeah, it's a, a while, you know, because I've been in the car, I've been in the car with Karen. I've sat in the living room with my parents and talked about it. It's and and there and and there and and like I said, I love I I I think uh, you brought up a great point, um, Randall, that uh, the audience is different. It's different. Right. So, so to me, right, I just wish people would recognize that because right. if we're being real, we knew what Obama's answer would have to be because right. we heard that answer when Bernie said it. We right. heard that answer when Elizabeth Warren said it. People right. who we who we claim are to the left of Obama. So well, you we, expect him to not to say that because he's black. We right. Need to stop that shit. Stop. Right. Stop that. He's, told he's you supposed to, to just have a nigga moment and go, right. I'm burning it all down. I'm black, y'all. Right. I'm black and he's black and I'm black, y'all. Meanwhile, right. the two times that he's really acknowledged his blackness off the cuff, he paid a price for it. And yeah. nobody likes to talk about that. When he said the cops acted stupidly with Skip Gate, everybody, yep. was, everybody was like, fuck you. Yep. Fuck, you better go fucking talk to that cop and apologize. Or you because, you be can't, because you can't criticize police. Right. So a fucking beat cop right. got to go to the White House and sit and have an equal conversation with the most powerful man on planet Earth, get the fuck out of here, man! Are you fucking kidding me? Also, I mean, there's, there's fucking kidding me. There's been a lot of talk about the pragmatism of the black voter, but there's also pragmatism of the black politician. Right. You know, there's, there's certain things that Obama has to say. Okay, I have to do the practical thing here and thread this needle because politically that's what works, and I'm about getting shit done politically. Yep. You know, so he has to the beer summit may have been a misstep, you know, but in general, answering questions like this, he has to take the practical route of, yeah, I get what they're saying, but there's some bad shit in the way this is message is being applied because politics won't respond to it. Right. Right. And also it's one of those things. And I'm not even going to lie. Roger had to sit down and I'm just one person. Imagine being a, in a room full of niggas, all mad, all angry, all shouting at you talking about they don't want the police to disappear mm. like that's completely different because roger you know took the time to actually explain it to me and it took a lot of explaining to get me to the point where i go oh i understand it but if you hear it for the first time for some people they're not going to be receptive to well, it. well he indulged himself twice with race because he also brought up trayvon martin and mm. how he would his son would have looked like him and mm-hmm. once again oh, I, they lost their honest to god i think i the more i think i think george zimmerman would be in prison if, if obama never said that that's how, that's how much white people hated a black mm-hmm. man acknowledging that it was like we because it, it went from let's see what he did let's see what happened to people going no we need to protect George Zimmerman we need right. to make sure he doesn't go to pr- we need to send him millions he of dollars a, he murdered a kid right because that kid kicked your ass the way he should have right you got your ass handed to you by a seventeen year old boy who who you had no business fucking with right, right. you had no business fucking with this boy. And and the, and keep in mind the rest of America for the most part was like yeah that's pretty fucked up. That you can yeah. draw a line to when Obama says that, yep. and, and you got a whole yep. half of America that goes actually you know what fuck Obama uh, and fuck this kid and yeah. and, and let's protect George. How, how about this? How about the black people? This is kind of off topic, but on topic. How about the black people that made fun of his friend? The girl that was on the stand, the yeah, way she talked. How about that? Wrong. The Rachel Jean tell or something like how that. How about that? Yeah, because she couldn't she's read. Person not even from this. She's Haitian. This right. is her third language. Right. She was on the phone and got to listen to her friend die, and right. was thrust into the middle of this national spectacle. Right. And you made fun of her. 
right for the way she talked you motherfuckers <laughs> you motherfuckers. So, the other thing too though i wanted to just say too um with the with the defund the police thing is i think obama is the only one that acknowledges that the duality because he doesn't shit on the activists for using it mm-hmm. you know he, in the same interview he told them they should give aoc a bigger platform in the party right Right now, of course, right. no one's going to acknowledge he said that because it goes against the narrative of Mr. Stuck in the Middle centrist mm-hmm. Obama, right? Like, you know, even all the times he said, if I ran today, I'd run a different campaign further to the left than I had in 2008 because the world has changed. So I think that's a big part of the shit that gets left. Like, uh, and, and I think it's important to acknowledge that, man. But, but I just don't know that you can do it on social media when we're too busy trying to show how much better than Obama we are. Um, and that's, and, you know, and, I, and honestly, you know, I think see, cause I've seen people try to be like, well, it's not that important or this is the slogan for now, or whatever. I'm like, dog, our side words matter. You know what I mean? Uh, every time R Kelly comes up on three guys on Randolph will stop and go, he's a, a FIBA foul. Like he, every time, <laughs> like he, like he's a FIBA foul. He's not like, a pedophile. It's important. Our, our side doesn't get to say the words don't matter, man. And yeah, so he's in the FIFA file. if yeah, if we're gonna <laughs> if we're gonna believe that shit, then let's go ahead and believe it and be like less respected. But I just don't think here's, this environment. Like, I, like I said, here's the thing. Like I'm saying now, as I've um becoming more thinking about things, particularly thinking about writing stuff, is there's you're right, words do matter. And then there is something to be said for, listen, first of all, let me just say this. All four of us sitting here have said, in my opinion, the right thing. We've all said it. We've, we've all said the right stuff. It's right. not a question. Um, I feel like, yeah, words, words, it's not a question that words are important. There's something to be said for saying the truth of what you believe. You, Rod, you, Andy, you, Karen, me, Rana, what I believe but we are not politicians. So we have a different task. Mm -hmm. So I don't, I don't fault a politician. I also don't fault AOC or anybody on the squad for talking the way they talk. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't don't fault that. I agree with Andy. We don't need some, some situations, some things you can't use a slogan. It's, it's too big. The thing is, the thing is too big. This is hundreds of years of stuff. It's not, you can't just boil it down into a slogan. I don't believe that there is any one slogan that's going to change anybody's mind as far as that goes to this, because it's a bigger. And, and let me bigger, just point out this too, right? Now, let me, let me point out this too with the slogan shit, right? Uh, there were politicians this year and Oh, matter of fact, now I'm thinking about it. Let's talk about black lives matter. Um, there were companies this year mm-hmm. that said the phrase, right? Right. But they don't, they don't believe in the tenants. Yeah, mm-hmm. they say you know, like the we like we make it easy a lot right. of times. We By make giving, it you give easy. someone a slogan that they can yeah. say and walk away. It's a tenet. They go hashtag arrest the killers of Breonna Taylor. We're like okay, cool, cool. So you on board? Well, with, they're right there, motherfucker. Right, get them. Right. Well, well, you know. Well, now see, now see. Now, <laughs> yes, actually, right there. Get them. <laughs> right. Black Lives Matter. Hey, can we look at your um? Yeah. Operating board and see who is in the uh who's on your chief operating board. No, okay, okay. Well, <laughs> also with Obama, he's he's praised for being careful with words. He gives very thoughtful answers. Uh, he gives speeches where you know the words are very parsed out. So for a guy to say like this, 
defund the police is there's better ways to word it or we can be more careful with words. We praise him when he is careful with words. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a clip a few years ago where he was at a town hall. Uh, it was uh, probably 2016. And someone asked him about gun control. Some gun owner was asking him about, you want to disarm gun owners and you know all this. Obama gave like this five-minute, six-minute answer. And it kind of went viral. Oh, look at this nuanced answer that Obama. Now, there's no way he could encapsulate his feelings on that in a slogan, in a sentence. Right. And instead, he just, he stopped and talked to this guy for several minutes because that's the way he is. He's like, like this. It's kind of why Ta-Nehisi Coates isn't on Twitter anymore. Yeah, right. it's, he can't yeah. encapsulate what he thinks in 240 characters or mind, even a thread. They beg Obama to speak. Right. That's another problem I have with these yes. motherfuckers. And they they, they beg, beg Ta-Nehisi to speak. They <laughs> beg like, them to speak and then they flip speak. on them for speaking. <laughs> don't ask thoughtful people what they think. If you right. if that's the case, don't even ask my thoughtful ass nothing because you know I'm going to come with it if you right. ask me the question. So if you would prefer to live in your little bubble where there's only one answer and it's three words and nobody can say shit, just go do that and go be not powerful together. Go be over in your corner, patting each other on the not back. Not changing laws, not because, doing nothing. Because the thing, the part that struck out to me was like, oop, that's what they're going to get mad was when he said that, uh, but if instead, he said, he said, um, if you uh, want to have, what was it? It was something like, if you want to be, have a, a like a, a place where people come in and agree with you, you know, then then that's fine. Like, like if you just want to be in a place where we say this thing together and everyone says we're right and nothing changes, then you already did the thing. You 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 won. And I said, if that's not fucking Twitter, then I don't know what else to call it because that's what my Twitter is. I'm not right, exempting right. myself. Everybody's social media at this point is I said a thing. Ninety nine percent of the people who read this agree with me and we all think we're good people. Like we, right. we're not doing what politicians have to do and they have to do it by by the by the nature of the position, they have to go out to their actual voters and sit down with them and, and talk to the people that I would never talk to. So that's the thing that's different. I feel like, if, you know, when they talk about abolishing the police, you know, the only serious person I've heard say abolish the police that I would actually listen to the only serious person I've heard say that uh, Ta-Nehisi Coates, <laughs> he's the only one. Who I've heard say it seriously, who and even he is like, you can see the wheel. He was talking to Ezra Klein mm. and they asked him, should we boss the police? And he was like, is it is it that bad of an idea to think about? He said, do the police do the police actually solve crime? Right. Do they actually do that? Do they actually do they actually make crime less? Do they actually make things better? Do they do that? Dependent. Now, remember now, he's a man whose good friend was killed by a police officer, right. <laughs> you know, for nothing. You know, he's mm-hmm. a man who grew up in Baltimore where he where police did nothing other than be open air jail guards right. and are still doing that to this day, mm-hmm. mainly because the 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 things that Eric Holder was putting in place that would have stopped them from doing the shit that they were doing. They took away, <laughs> you know. So yeah. he's the only one. He's the only one I've ever heard that would literally make you go, "Well, I don't know, should they?" You know, he's the only well, one I, I would. Think, make, I, make I listen to so many voices on this. Yeah, which is how I get. You know, this is how I get my opinion. Instead of being like, "I don't fuck with that," and just leaving. Right. I, right. So, like after the election, I went and listened to several podcasts from 
people that were talking about the democratic divide between progressives and centrists and moderates and shit. And I wanted to know what, what were they saying? Cause from Twitter, I was just basically being told, uh, AOC is right. And everybody else is wrong. And these other politicians are stupid sellouts and the da 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 da. And, and they're, and they're really Republicans, but they just happen to be Democrat. And I went and listened to those politicians on podcasts and I was like, that's not what I heard at all. You know, and it's important to denote that, you know, they're running different races. So my race in West Virginia that I won for the second time, and this time, even when Trump was running, I won, but I barely won it. Mm-hmm. And I and it and it should fucking matter what I say when I tell you, hey, I almost lost this shit. And this is how I see it as on the ground talking to people in my district. Mm-hmm. These were the hurdles. I can't I don't want to just hear somebody go, fuck you. Uh, I, we'd rather lose the seat then. Nah, yeah. I want to win. <laughs> you know, like I want a <laughs> mandate. I want fucking as many Democrats as possible on the same fucking at the same time. That's aren't we trying to win Georgia? You know what I haven't heard anybody talk about with Warnock and Ossoff? What policy positions they have? Because mm-hmm. right. we know that the goal is to win. We even if they were moderate, that's better it. than any Republican that could possibly yeah, come out of Georgia. And that is the pragmatic shit that Obama's on, that many of us that that keep up with this shit are on, and that Twitter is not on, man. And it's fucking frustrating because I've never seen a group of more wrong motherfuckers in my life. (laughs) Y'all were wrong, and you never stop and take a breath. There's too many fake activists on Twitter. First of all, they're not real activists on Twitter, because real activists are out doing activist work. (laughs) I've always said that. Agreed. Out doing activist work. They're not just on this thing being activists here. There's not a lot of witnesses on Twitter either. They think they right. are, but they're not. There's know. a lot of motherfuckers that's just wrong, and they never yeah. say I was wrong. I would love them to acknowledge I was wrong. I've been getting it wrong with Trump. I've been getting it wrong with Obama. I've been getting it wrong with Hillary Clinton. I would love to have that moment. You're going to do it, man. But they're not going to ever do it, so they end up you know, essentially frustrating me. But I'm telling people, go listen. There's too many people that are speaking now for themselves. Y'all don't have to take any politician's word. Don't take my word for it. Don't take uh, some Twitter accounts word. Too many people read a headline and they just go slap the fuck off. Go read it in context. Go listen to it. Find out what they said, because I guarantee you that Obama didn't become a dumbass overnight. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you have to allow that maybe Obama actually knows more about this than you. Than you do. And has thought you more know. about this than you and has uh, better ideas on across the board about this stuff than you do. You know, Obama, he was a community organizer. He's been on the street. He knows what goes on. And if you notice, you never see him talking bad about activists. It's right. always him going, I, this is their goal. This is what right. they have a different. Doing. They have a different. I a have different a goal. goal. <laughs> My other politicians, elected officials, have a goal. We should be trying to work together. Right. They, have a they different should goal. be saying exactly yeah. like, say what you want to say. But then when it's like when they ask him like, so then what would you say? They want him to be like, nah. I mean, who the fuck am I? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna tell you what he thinks. What's wrong with that? Yeah. Jason Carter in the chat room is saying the police will always exist. They just work for the rich directly instead of indirectly. This is the thing, Jason, and we have to disabuse ourselves of this notion. The police don't work for the rich. That's not well, they do, obviously, but they don't. They do, but they don't. You know what I'm saying? They don't. The police, the police, in my opinion, are supporting an ideal. 
And that ideal happens to happens. If, if you want to say that if, the Justice Department doesn't even work so much for the justice, doesn't it actually work for the rich per se? Right. It's just the rich have money and they can maneuver around it easier than a poor person can. That's what that is. It works for whiteness. Yeah. The rich. Thank you. That's the ideal yeah. that the police department is working for. Because when it because when it white because when it does <laughs> fuck around and work for a rich nigga, don't nobody like that. Yeah, it's not about <laughs> it's not about money. That's where people get fucked up when they say let, let, poor people rich, are voting against some, their mentalities. I'm like, they're not voting against let, they're let not voting rich, against their interests. That's their interest. Let some rich black person get away with some shit. I yeah. promise you, it doesn't work. For, it's not it's not supposed to work like that. And every yeah. like OJ, they steal on OJ's ass. Like <laughs> it's not it's not supposed to do that. that it, we yeah. know it's supposed to work for whiteness of all yeah, brands. It's 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 it's, it's it works within the caste system, the hierarchy that has been established in our society. They yeah. are, they work for the top of the hierarchy. Of the well, and Jason said in the chat, he said, I guess, I mean, the rich will have private security that will be. They don't need to have private security. Well, but they, they but they have access. You know, if we abolish the police, if you abolish them, they will. But they, yeah. they. Well, you know, you know that's the uh, the libertarian point of view is, you know, there should, you know, you don't have police, you have private policing companies. Yeah. And you, you know, can't have you can't hire, have that either because you can't trust those motherfuckers. You hire them to you privately know. police your neighborhood or what as part of the condo fees. And maybe. That's, that's the other thing. That's why a lot of socialist shit, I, they lose me with that. Yeah, they do. Because it's always socialism in a world where whiteness won't react to socialist ideals. And it's they never take into account the counterpunch. You know, it, mm-hmm. it, it's like to me, the thing with defund the police, that was the issue was how do you not anticipate the counterpunch? Right. You got to in case you have to. It's, at this point, we are all too savvy with social media. You know, in hindsight, I don't even think Black Lives Matter was the slogan. Like, I thought about that shit. I think all lives matter was the slogan. Because then you've taken away the counterpunch before they can do it. Because you know the immediate counterpunch. Well, I think all lives matter. That way they get to still think they're a good person. Mm-hmm. And they, right. But if you say, uh, if we were out there marching for uh, Michael Brown and the slogan was all lives matter, they're immediately like, well, why, why are y'all marching for just this black guy? Well, all lives matter. So, yeah. Do you disagree? Do you think his life doesn't matter? Like it, like there's not an accurate. Now there are some people who will always be against it, so let's not. But just for a lot of people, that well-meaning type, they they don't have that 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 thing where it's like I'm confused. They just go, okay, I get it, and we need right. that. Right, right. It's 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 a far more complex situation that needs more than a it needs more than a slogan. Yeah. And it needs far more than a slogan. What it needs is serious-minded people approaching this, which we would have had Hello. if you motherfuckers had voted four years ago. <laughs> we Right, right. That's so frustrating, but you're right. Yeah. And, yeah. and like I said, and for the record, man, I'm trying not to harp on the defunded police because I don't find it to be like some unsavory, hey, like I would never say, you know, whatever, like put it on a shirt. I, I agree with it. At, at this point, you know, I think... Uh, it's now the duty of people to have to educate folks about what it means. Unfortunately, that's this is the slogan. So this is what we're gonna have to do. And of course, Republicans are gonna weaponize it. They but they would have weaponized. But they're gonna weaponize anything. It doesn't. Exactly. That's the thing. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. So it doesn't matter. Let, it doesn't matter we can't let said. them be the the litmus yeah. test. But but what Obama was alluding to, I think we should take into account 
which is the people who are on your side, but our messaging is throwing them off. That shit is important because right. we need this. We have a coalition. <laughs> we need a coalition of motherfuckers to agree on some shit, or else we ain't gonna get nothing done. But Republicans don't have to worry about this because white supremacy is its own coalition. That's the coalition. Well, yeah, that's the whole thing about the big tent. You know, it's like you're going to have more disparate views and you're going to have to adjust for a larger group of people. That's just the way it's going to go. And but that's what Democrats want is the big tent. But you can't have one size fits all ideas and policies. Here's what I here's what I've begun to wonder is, do Democrats really want that? Well, it's for the votes. Do they want all those brown voices in the tent? Do they want all that? I don't know. I don't know if I believe that. And and, and that's very frustrating. <laughs> like, I, I hear you because the thing oh, is, oh. in order to win the Democratic nomination, you have to go through black women, period. And truth be told, more of us need to represent the party, like, in mm-hmm. positions because we are, we are your voting populace. Black men, too, but black women is mm-hmm. largest out of all the, minor, you know I me mean, minority mm-hmm. groups. Mm-hmm. And so... They have a tendency not to cater towards us. They have a tendency to ignore the uh, our demands, but yet mm-hmm. they want our votes. And we will so be seeing that. I don't know if y'all. Been I don't know if we if they. I don't know if y'all been seeing uh, Kamala's cabinet positions. Yeah, they're looking. They're looking lovely. <laughs> looking very womanly and brown. Yeah, they're okay. looking lovely. They're looking. They're looking lovely. Uh, I mean, uh, but I've heard even like uh, Whoopi Goldberg on the View was saying this is before Kamala got the nomination mm-hmm. that. You know, black people shouldn't ask for Kamala to get the nomination. We should just want whoever's the most qualified. And it was um, what's a short hair sweetheart from um, MSNBC who now has got oh. her own show now. Oh, oh, I don't know. She's coming on Saturday. She's got her own show now. She comes, oh, she's um, filling in for joy. Black, the black woman. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tiffany is, Cross. Tiffany. Yeah, Tiffany Cross. It was yeah. Tiffany who was like, yeah, we should ask for it. We should. We should. Why shouldn't right. we? We we should. Everybody else asked for something. Why are we not supposed to ask for something? Come on. And this was this was Whoopi Goldberg saying that we shouldn't ask, we should ask for you should just make sure that we get somebody who's the most they were talking about Tammy Duckworth. Like you should just ask for somebody who's the most qualified. I'm like, well, why shouldn't we ask for, for yeah. do, do first of all, do you think we're not gonna ask for a black person who's not qualified? Is that what you think? Right. You know who I want to be? Uh, shit. Let me tell you something. Uh, J- give me Monique. You know we're not gonna do that. <laughs> I saw. I saw Whoopi on. Um, what's a what's a LeBron show? The Shop. The Shop. Oh, she was on the Shop. Which yeah. one? Uh, she was on the Shop. She was. Is great. that the latest one? Nah, it's been like a couple season. months ago. Couple huh. months. Ago. Go go check it out on HBO. I'll, I'll look. I'll look. I'll look. She I'll look. was she was phenomenal. Okay, uh, I'm gonna look. I was I was surprised because I typically. Them fucking, we just sitting around talking shows normally are pretty, all, you know, with TV, they're pretty bad. Right. But she was so good on the shop. And I would, I, and this is something I've been doing a lot of lately. I'm a, I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt and, and saying what I think she means is we got to make the case of her. She's qualified and therefore should be the VP, not the case is she's a black woman. She should be the VP. But the case is she's qu- the most qualified person. Mm. She should be the VP because she earned it. You're mm. not giving her shit. You know, that's well, that a, but that's a, that's my first. Do, uh, that's, but that's my first thought, though, Rod, if you if it, look, let me put it this way, Rod, if you come to me and you say so and so person should be 
chose our person to have this position. Mm-hmm. We'll be like, yeah, okay. I'm my first thinking is always, well, the person obviously is qualified. Yeah, it's just that a lot of <laughs> That's people always gonna be my thinking. But when it comes but when it comes to blackness, it's right. well, they're not qualified. A lot well, a lot of people's first thought is the opposite. Yeah. It's like we always act like someone's giving us a fucking handout. Like right. no, you earn that. She earned that shit. Yeah. So, <laughs> she earned so that shit. I'm over a so, long career, she earned to be I didn't position. see the segment, but I'll you know, I'd be willing yeah, to bet like, they yeah. phrased the question in a certain type of way that said well, should he have to select a black VP? And then she went, he should select the most qualified VP. It shouldn't ever be just because somebody's black. That's that's the that's what but they believe. My mentality, vaccine. my mentality at this point is yes, yeah, should. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because it's time. Okay, so Candace Owen. Candace Owen. <laughs> right. You don't but believe that, a, Randall. But that's the thing, is but that's the thing is that if you tell me a black woman. I'm going to if you Rod tell me a black woman, right. I'm going to I know that you're going to suggest for me names who are qualified. If you Karen right. tell me that, I know you're going to suggest for me names who are qualified. If you Andy tell me that, I know you're going to suggest for me names. Diamond, but not silk. You're not going to bring you're yeah. not going to bring me a Candace Owens. You're not going to bring right. me somebody. I, I, right. But you're, you're, you're already, already kind of I think you're I mean, kind of saying the same thing that she's saying, which is qualification, you know, is is the only way you get in the room. So yeah. don't the, like you reduce her to blackness when you say this is going to happen because only because she's black. No, that's not true. You're taking away everything she's earned in her career to try to reduce her to some fucking quota. That's not what happened. She I just I'm like Abram. at that point, I was like, you got to You got to bring a black person on your ticket. Well, it's just like when I, Biden originally said he was going to have a woman. Right. Yeah, you know, he didn't mean any old unqualified woman. Like it's implied. Uh, yeah, he was like, we, you know, she's gonna be qualified. There's, right. there's, there's a bunch of qualified women already. So when you say, listen, we as a constituency wanted to be a black woman, I'm be like, okay, well, find me a qualified one. I know that they're out there. <laughs> I know they exist because I'm looking at one right there, right there, right there, right there, right there. I've been in rooms with them. Oh, I, we see so him talk. We hear the point him talk. being, yeah. I think, I think it turns into this semantic thing, and it's kind of what happens with Obama. We kind of taking this look. The quote is a little bit out of context. We we know the question that was asked is probably a loaded question to get us this kind of answer. And then we go, yeah, fuck Whoopi Goldberg, man. I can't believe she would say black women ain't qualified. Like she wouldn't say that because I've heard her talk about other shit. She that's not how she talks. What happened? It was a thing. It was a thing that it was a thing that struck me of the way she fra- you have to go back and listen to it. it yeah, the, I, I also need to listen it, to the thing on the shop. Yeah, it was, was it the way a, she phrased it, it? I was like, I don't. I feel you like you should be everybody else ask for something. Black people should be able to ask for shit in exchange for our vote. Do right. we get it? I don't know. No, no, no. We're not, we're, not, we're not disagreeing on that. I just want to hammer yeah. home this point, though. You know? Was she at because this is what these shows are designed to do. Yeah. Was she asked a question that essentially said, should he have to have a black woman VP? Yeah, well, that was the that was the beginning of the of the whole thing. Was yeah, yes, so it's she, a loaded should, question. You should have a black woman as super, but it wasn't her ask, that was asking. I feel like it was Megan McCain who was floating around the edges talking that dumb yeah. shit. I feel like. But it if was I her. asked all, if I if if Andy was the panel host and he made us answer that question as a panel, and someone took our quotes out of context, eventually one of us is gonna say some shit like, "Well, obviously she needs to be qualified." I mean, what the fuck? And yes, uh, he should get a black woman if she's qualified. And someone's gonna go. So Randolph said, right, right. 
she well, that the black first, women are not qualified. The problem with the problem with the question the problem with the question like that on a show like that is that for any sane person, the the, the qualification part is not part of the is that's not even part of this equation. Right. That's the that's that's not even the bare to minimum assumption. That's that's now, the floor. Who's <laughs> the uh, who's the audience of the view? Yeah. White Who would women. You say the audience of the view is white women. Right. So you probably have to end up explaining some basic yeah, some, shit to some these Becky. nonsensical horse shit. Yeah. Because like, because we would never have to do it on this show. Yeah. I'm like that's the that's the fucking <laughs> that's the yeah. fucking minimum is that yes that you you clearly want somebody. No, they think we want diamond and fucking silk. That's right. what the no, not silk, people. not silk. Just diamond. because you know, <laughs> because you you know who does believe that? Yeah. Fucking white Republicans. Oh yeah, because that's who they'll. Th- I think I, t- I don't know if I was telling Andy that I was telling you that. Mm-hmm. So Tanahasi Coates, when they went, he did that thing about reparations. They brought him in. He bashed Mitch McConnell, and right. then he talked about reparations at length. So it was Tanahasi Coates on this side, and then the Republicans just had a black guy. Just a right. guy right. who's right. given no scholarship to this, no thought to this, no, mm-hmm. no nothing. To throw this. anybody like, up there and say like, you black. Do you understand that Tanahasi won major awards because of the the work he put into it. You get that, right? He has a genius brain. You get that, right? The work he put into this. This other dude used to work at Lowe's last week. Last week, just last <laughs> week, he was working at Lowe's. He went on fucking what's that site? Uh, they go on their social media. He went on there. He went on parlor. Yeah, he went on parlor. He had a viral parlor post, and yeah. now this motherfucker is arguing with Joy Ann Reed, who's twenty he's times fucking, smarter. He's enough. fucking Terrence. Terrence was his Terrence Williams. Terrence yeah. K. Williams. Remember, uh, the the Republican Party tried to run Joe the Plumber for Congress. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. They got C.J. Pearson out here doing. I am like, what the fuck are y'all doing? I got, well, I got, I got to admit though, he was, he's pretty good at speaking. I mean, he's, he's getting he's better. Been, he he's is, putting in the work. He's getting better at it. They, the testicles dropped. You know, you know they ran, they ran. Who they run against Obama when he was running for senator? Um, this cat from Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was a black politician from Baltimore. He fucking stinks on ice. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I remember. I don't know who you're talking about. I he's a Republican. He's a Republican dude. He's fucking a black Republican. He's out of his fucking mind. Uh, Armstrong Williams used to work for him. And uh, somebody said keys. Alan West. Alan, Alan Keys. keys. Alan keys. Okay. <laughs> yes. And he they, that's who the Republicans decided in, in the Senate race threw at Barack Obama. First of all, he didn't live in Illinois. Let's just get that out there. Right. <laughs> he don't even live in Illinois. And they threw him at Barack Obama. Like this guy's out of his fucking mind. This is what right. you that's because that's what they feel like is the equivalent. Mm-hmm. Alan Keys versus this brilliant, brilliant man. Obama got 70 percent of the vote in that right. election. Over Alan Keys. Right. And that's not enough as far as I'm concerned. Yep. Keys got 27%. And I guess there were some third party. This brilliant, brilliant man. And you threw Alan fucking Keys at him. Because they will vote for any black person that right. is even unqualified. And as long, that, as, they pair it, as long as they parrot white supremacy, it's okay. That's all and that matters. That's, and, that, and that's why you end up with Whoopi Goldberg making that qualification in what she's saying because she's talking to a room that's not just Democrats, not just black people. She's talking to a bunch of white people who actually think uh, if you let Kamala be VP, it's because she just black. And she has to be like, no, nigga, she fucking is 
She wouldn't but be she on the it. list if she right. was. She, if, matter of fact, if she wasn't, she'd probably be fucking president. Right. So we wouldn't even be talking about VP. Right. We're talking about being the president. So <laughs> let's put some respect on her name right. and say right. attorney general. Yeah. <laughs> you know. But in the meantime, they've been talking with a straight face about Ivanka Trump running for presidency. They've right. been saying that with a straight fucking face. That he, well, you know, Ivanka right. Trump might run for president in 2024. I'm like, the, the bitch who makes fucking purses? What? And she's got to stay out of jail, too. <laughs> like, there's only one way to do it. She going to get the preemptive pardon before she uh, run or not? Nah? What? <laughs> you know, you know what's fucked up? Like, all these people, I just, I just looked up Alan Keyes on Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. He has a doctorate from Harvard University. All these, like, <laughs> idiots that we see, like like Rudy Giuliani and that other that, that released the Kraken Lady or whatever. They all have high level degrees right. from extremely smart schools. Well, it, t- which it makes you wonder, like, when will the shine of the Ivy League wear off? Because there are a lot of know, idiots that come out of that. You know, it's funny. It's like you don't realize until you're like our age. Yeah. When it's too fucking late, you're like, none of that shit makes a fucking difference at all. There's some idiots with Ivy League degrees. You're like our age. When you're young, you're like, oh, yeah. But then you get to our age, you're like, these motherfuckers are stupid. Because, yeah, because you look you look at how dumb they are and you Google and you're like, oh, this guy has like all of the top academic credentials that you can have. And maybe maybe 50 years ago, he was smarter and he just lost it. Like lost his fastball. He seems to have lost something. <laughs> he lost his fastball. But when when does that start reflecting on Harvard is what I'm saying? You know what I mean, like, yeah. why is that still considered prestigious when all these idiots can claim Harvard and yeah. Yale and Cornell? But fuck a state school. You know what I mean? Oh, fuck a state school. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's not an accomplishment really intellectually. It's a fraction of the debt. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Give me a fucking plumber any day of the week. (laughs) I know that guy's smart. Right. (laughs) I know that guy's smart. (laughs) He can, he can solve problems. He keeps the shit flowing out of my house. That's Italy, a yes, fucking thing, that's job. <laughs> you know, that guy's a problem solver. What the but fuck? All these, like when they say elite strike force is because on paper they have elite level credentials, but they're yeah. all dumb as shit. You know, well, you and I know that an Ivy League education, particularly an Ivy League law degree, don't mean a goddamn thing. It doesn't necessarily mean anything. <laughs> you, you know, <laughs> it doesn't. It, there's a lot of dumb people that come out of smart schools. It don't mean a goddamn thing. I still think uh, Ben Carson got lucky with that conjoined twin thing. <laughs> it's just <laughs> the only thing that makes sense if you think about well, it. Well, the thing about Ben Carson is that when you're that kind of a specialist, that's all you have to be good at. Ben Carson, all after that have... operation, he's like, it fucking worked. Are you serious? <laughs> right? So all you have to know, that's all you have to be good at is that. Is that one thing he wrote? He, he just got. I think he got lucky one time. You're shitting me, right? It's like that time. It's like when I was in college and we was playing. Keep shoes on. We was playing the NCAA football, and I had the Carolina Tar Heels, and I went undefeated one day, and I never played that game again. <laughs> because why would I ever go back and fuck up the you know how I made it look? So I think yeah. that's what happened. And then you wrote a book about it, right? <laughs> and then years later, you're still you're still the guy who went undefeated with North right, Carolina. So- we got to bring this one home. All right, fam. This was great stuff, y'all. Karen, I'm so glad you joined us today. Yay, me too. You know, glad y'all all had a great time with us. Chat room, thanks so much for being here with us. We appreciate you guys, as always. And uh, we'll be back with y'all on, what, Monday? We'll be back Monday, yeah. Next yeah. Month, next week on Monday. Freeloaders, you're welcome. I always yeah, Rod, Rod convinced us, so you're welcome. Y'all almost Wait. ain't get none of this defund talk. There you go. You got it. 
<laughs> we didn't Ronnie get to any uh, comments and emails, but we'll get to that next week. We'll we get to a, them next week. Got a couple in the in the in the podcast folder yeah. in my Gmail. Keep sending them. We'll get to them. All right, y'all. Thanks so much. Appreciate y'all. As always, uh, we're getting all pieces from the chat room. We appreciate you. Yeah. yeah. Right, uh, Rod, kick it last. I'm Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. I'm Karen Morrow. And I'm Rod Morrow. And we are three guys on plus one. We are out. You want-